everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Generational Sports. There's a low-key chance that you just heard me uh, singing the Zoe 101 theme song before we went live. I don't know if we uh, pressed live in time for the intro, but if you did hear me singing it, you're welcome. Because that Zoe 101 theme song is a certified, classified, 110% banger. I'm just, I can't even, I love that show so much. Like, I know you see me standing here. <laughs> hey, are you kidding me right now? The best, man. That show is so good. She really ruined my childhood. Had to go get pregnant. I know, man. I know. And that was like one of those shows because when you think about it, like the shows we watched growing up, there wasn't really like sto- like a long-term storyline. That show had like multiple like it was something you were invested. Facts. In. Like it was so good. I wanted my son. Was Chase was the was the Afro kid, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted so. Chase to get with Zoe. Yeah. And then Logan was low key, <laughs> trying to get with the nerdy girl. Yeah, he was but he's older. too cool. He was too cool for it. God. Yeah, remember that one episode they go to uh, Logan's dad's house, and they like play games or something, like a like they compete for something. Yeah, 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 bro. That episode was so fun, <laughs> so good. Uh-huh. Bring back Zoe 101. Give me a reunion tour. I hate, but I kind of like I say, I say the same thing like that, but then I'm like, they're just gonna make it look so bad. They, like, try to bring it back and stuff. No, wrong. Have You're you ever right. wa- have you watched the new because you watch How I Met Your Mother, right? I love How I Met Your Mother. One of yeah, my have favorite you, shows of all time. Have you watched the new spinoff? Because I, I have father. Yeah, I have not watched it. I haven't watched it at all. Actually, don't have an interest in it. I just, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of spinoffs from. I'm still so disappointed. My son Ted did not get his happy ending. I know, man. It was tough. They really had to give her cancer, bro. I know, like out of nowhere. The whole show just all about finding out who mother is and how it happens, just to have it go that that way, man. That's tough. Terribly disappointing. My son Ted deserved better. He found the girl with the yellow umbrella, and now this. Anyway, Josh, I can't move on. But look, you even got a yellow bandana on. See, that's how I know you're meant for me. Um, Josh, how are we doing, bro? You all right? We're good. I'm doing good. It was a good weekend. You know, went to the movies. It was. Uh, I actually started watching Ozarks too. That show is okay. so good. I've heard so, of many things about Ozark. I, I started watching it a while ago, and I got like four episodes in, and I just was not really interested in it. But then I just turned it back on one night, and now I'm on season three. Fair. It happens. Yeah. It's a good show. Well, how are you doing, Connie? How are you? This, you know, I don't know if you were going to ask. Um, <laughs> you know, we're all right. You know, Josh, I told you after a two-year hiatus... I finally got COVID. Finally. Um, slightly disappointed. Yeah. But uh, we're all right. Just the stuffy nose. What's it? Yeah. Just, what were the symptoms? No, just I just had a stuffy nose. nose, a little cough, but I, I'm, I already feel See, I've had COVID twice. Oh, yeah. The first time was hell. And I kind of wish the second time was just hell again because the second time, all that happened is I lost my taste. Oof. And that sucked, man. Yeah, I did the not worst. get that. I'm very thankful I did not get that. The worst, man. 
I cannot imagine. Although I like, I, I keep, I like to tell myself that if it did happen to me, I would start eating healthy. But no, nah, nah, I remember when I first found out, like I grabbed a can of Sprite and I opened it and took a drink. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't have any taste. It's I was like, like wait. Taste right because it don't taste like nothing. Yeah, and then I just started grabbing random foods, and I was like, I can't taste anything. Like, <laughs> none of this tastes like anything. It's crazy. No, what a moment that had to have been. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get it started, everybody, because that's what you're here for, hopefully, at least. Actually, I have a question. I have a trivia okay. question. Oh, okay. When... And so we're not we're not on NFL yet, but I just want to get it out because I kind of just I don't know. If you get it right, I'll be very shocked. And it's just something because you know, I like I said, I was watching the highlights last time Matt was on. Whenever I got the numbers wrong, I promise I got all the facts right this time. Got Canadian all the facts. Yeah, <laughs> I got all the facts this time. All right. The first international regular season game was in two thousand five. Between the 49ers and Cardinals. Can you name one of the quarterbacks? <laughs> Absolutely not. Think about it. Think about it. Alex Smith isn't that old. He is that old, but he didn't he start. He didn't start. Really? He came in, he came in, in the fourth quarter. He only threw 10 passes this game. But you yeah. named a quarterback, so you got it right. What? Uh, the starter. You named a quarterback, so I guess I'll give it to you. The starter. Give me a hit. Give me a hit. Is it even possible for me to get? You could get the Cardinals one. He's a journeyman. They couldn't. Was it Kurt? Nope. A well-known journeyman. Journeyman. Like this is what he goes by, man. <laughs> what the hell? It wasn't. Um... See, the two journeymen I think of a lot are Fitzpatrick and. Um... I can't think of the other guy's name. Oh, no. And I feel like that's who it is, isn't it? (laughs) It is the other guy. Fitzpatrick and... We share the same first name. McCown, Josh McCown. (laughs) Yes, Josh McCown for the Cardinals. And the 49ers quarterback, I would have, like, paid you $50 if you could guess it. If you could guess who started over Alex Smith his rookie year. I have no idea. Tim Radde. I think that's how you say it. I've yeah, never heard of him. I'll, I'll give you a hint here. Wasn't going to happen. He went. He got benched going into the fourth because he was like 11 of 26 with two picks. Yeah, that'll do it to you. That'll the first two touchdowns were uh, both off of four fumbles on the quarterback. So they were like, yeah, this guy probably got to get benched. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, first international game, regular season, 2005 in Mexico. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was that long ago we started doing international games. Me neither. All right. Good trivia questions, Josh. I, I like when we used to do the trivia at the start. I know, but it's hard to find, like, ones that aren't super easy or impossible to get, like, to kind of find a sweet spot. Like, that one's tough. I don't know a lot of people that could name the quarterbacks from that game. Yeah, no. That's a, that's a difficult one. Yo, Josh, you want a good – I'll give you a good trivia question. It's, it's baseball. But – so I'm not – I'm just giving you the answer and everything because it's a very good one to get people with, right? The last switch hitter to win an MVP. Ken Griffey Jr. Was he a switch hitter? No, he was not. I just know he was good, and I just don't don't know why he came to my mind. Um, It was actually Mr. Vita Blue. Hmm. 
Never heard of that name before. And he is a pitcher. Mm. So nobody ever gets that because you obviously think about hitters. Right. Uh, That's impressive. Think, you know, something like Mickey Mantle or somebody like that. No. Vita Blue is the last MLB switch hitter to win an MVP. That is that is crazy. You know, I, I, that's what I'm here for. I got you. <clears throat> All right. But now we move on to a big UFC recap. 274. And, Josh, there were some moments. There mm. were. And, we, you know, we had some duds. We did. We, we sure had did. some duds. But, listen, let's start. Let's not go to the dud right away because I, I have some thoughts on the dud. I do. But let's go with Michael Chandler. And uh see I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up who it was already. Tony Ferguson. All right, good. See it was Tony Ferguson. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> I had it, I knew that, but you know, I we've established that I always mix up Ferguson and Matt Tolliver for no right. reason. Right. Right. No reason. I have no idea why. I don't even look anything alike. Um <laughs> but let me tell you something. Michael Chandler just absolutely like he if you look at those pictures, bro. This man's face looked 75 after the kick. There, like when he when his foot made contact, he aged him 60 years. I've never seen anything like that. And apparently, either has uh Mr. Uh Dana White, because even he said that was the most vicious knockout that he has ever seen. And honestly, I like I can't really disagree because that was crazy. I mean, that front kick was just wide open. He said it, you know, that throughout the first round, they were looking, his hands were kind of off to the side, and it's something that he hadn't been practicing, nothing. He just saw the opening. You know, he said, too, because he was on McAfee's show today, and he said that, um, as Josh apparently went away. Oh, interesting. Um, But anyway, so he was on the Pat McAfee show today, and he said that, he was basically just trying to set it up. Like he was using that kick as a distance finder almost, and it just made contact. Hey, it's not sick. What we, what's going on there, guy? How we how we doing? How we doing? Um, yeah, you know what? Listen, we got pushed back a little bit tonight because we had some interviews over on the unwrap side of things. You haven't went and checked those out. Make sure you go over to the YouTube channel, check out. You know, some interviews that some of the guys had. I believe John did one. I believe Callum did one with some uh, undrafted free agents over there in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unwrap doing big things out here. So you make sure if you haven't, go check them out. Give them a nice, uh, you know, like over on YouTube, everything like that. Um, But, yeah, Michael Chandler did Tony Ferguson dirty. I mean, it was just astonishing. Josh is back, everybody. I have no idea. My Wi-Fi just went out for like no reason. Okay. No okay. I, I, oh, I found the picture. Yes. Oh my gosh, I've been trying to find this this entire time. <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody, listen. I'm sorry if you're listening on the Colorcast. Appreciate your viewership, by the way. Um, but I mean, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> look, look at this man's face. <laughs> Are you yeah, kidding I mean, me? 
just turn him into an 85 year old man just like that <laughs> that is one of the nastiest things i've ever seen in my life yeah yeah that's tough that's tough and Josh, the thing you... about it did you did you already talk about the fight did i miss it i talked to no not nothing really uh just that you know Chandler said that he was looking to set that up because he was on the, the McAfee show and he said he was really mm -hmm. just using that kick as a, as a as a wayfinder to see the range and everything like that and it just so happened that you know when you have thighs the size of a tree trunk uh, and you connect with the kick that can happen so it was uh man that is just one of the dirtiest knockouts you'll ever see yeah disgusting disgusting but I mean Tony fought a good first round. Like he that did first round tone. I'd probably give that to Tony and just 15 seconds into the second throws out the feeler kick. Just he's like you said on the Pat McAfee show. So he was just checking the distance winds up knocking him out. I mean, nasty knockout. Michael Chandler's got a very confusing start to the UFC because, you know, he loses to Oliveira, but he almost won that fight by a knockout. And then you have him against Gaethje. In that fight, I don't think either of them were really looking for a win. They were both just looking to put on a show. Uh, and, I mean, now he goes and knocks out Tony, so it's kind of like, yeah, he already lost to Oliveira, but he kind of – I mean, that division, Oliveira's walked through everyone already except for, you know, Dariush and uh, Makachev. So it'll be interesting to see what, what Dana's going to do about this because that division is stacked. I mean, Connor hasn't been fighting so long. That division is deep. Yeah, and then I mean, I mean Michael Taylor pulled the good old you know WWE and put on a hell of a, a display at the microphone. Call that everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, just, well, the Wi-Fi is a little janky here again. It's okay. It's okay. We'll work through it. You know. I don't know what's up with it. I do not know what's going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean after the fight. Chandler, you know, all, you know, the, the fight is with me and, and Oliveira, and then, you know, Gaethje, if you want to go again. Uh, he basically said he wanted the winner of whoever won that fight. We all, you know, we know, now know what happened. Um, and he said, you know what, McGregor, you need somebody to fight. And then today on Twitter or a couple days ago, I don't know exactly when it was, Diaz tweeted out um, about a future date, and and Chandler said, yeah, it's a short turnaround, but, but I'm there, so – Man's looking for a fight. I respect it. Oh gosh, is Josh here? The world may never. No, I don't. I don't think Josh is here. Let me take him off the screen. See, well, see, you guys can look at me once again. Um, yeah. So I'll wait for Josh to get back for the main event. Oh wait, I think. He's, oh wait, Josh. Oh Josh, here we go. I think he might be back. The Wi-Fi is looking good now, although he did leave the screen. Josh, it's time to get your own Wi-Fi, buddy. Neighbors ain't doing it for you anymore. See that? See the disrespect. The disrespect. Saying you don't even got it. Yo, you know what is low-key good Wi-Fi? Those phone hotspots really do work very well. I've played many Xbox games. Uh, on uh, on a Wi-Fi. My back. Oh, you're back. God, I don't know what it is, dude. It's stupid. I'm Xfinity. I'm tired of it, man. We gotta fix Yo, this. Mess. Your, your boy had your boy had this to say. 
Oh yeah, that's that's what we're doing. You gotta get off the neighbors. That's that's the problem. But uh, all right, Josh, I say we move on from the Chandler fight unless you had anything else. Uh, no. And let's listen. I don't even want to go to the Rose fight yet. I want to go to the main event now. I want. I want to go to Rose. I want. I want to leave Rose last. Well, my question is: Are they even going to run it back? I hope not. Who wants to see that shit again? <laughs> you know, fine, whatever. Let's talk about Rose. That was the worst thing I've ever watched in my life. I don't like, know. I joked around about saying, like, oh, this fight's bad because nobody's getting knocked out. That was <laughs> – sorry, COVID, you know. Uh, that was the worst title fight I've e- – not even title fight. That might be the worst fight I've ever watched. Yeah. Especially because it was five rounds because it was a title fight. At least if it was three rounds – I would have had an extra 10 minutes during my life to, you know, just do whatever I wanted. But, I mean, nothing happened. What were there, like, 50 punches total in the entire fight? Six total through the first two rounds. And and here's my other thing, too. Rose, I know you love your mans. Married to him. But that corner advice was awful. What are you talking about? You're doing a good job. How can you do a good job when you're doing nothing? Oh, you hear the booze. That means you're doing good. That could be true because sometimes, you know, you got to fight boring. Sometimes you got to take him down, grind it away. There were no takedowns. You didn't throw any fights. Like, you didn't throw any fights. You didn't throw any punches, I should say. Like, I, I, I have no idea what that was. I, I was watching her post-fight press conference, and she really didn't – she thought she did the right thing. Like, that's how she wanted to fight it. Uh, I mean, I was shocked that one judge had it four rounds to two, though. I mean, four rounds to one. Like, that's – I thought I thought they got it right. I didn't think Rose won that. She did not deserve to retain the title, but I, four rounds to one? How can you even judge those rounds? Nothing happened. Like That's what I'm saying, like – that that's my, that's my other problem too. Like you just said, she didn't deserve to retain the title. I feel like she didn't deserve to lose it. <laughs> I think it should have been a draw. <laughs> like that just should have been a draw. No, that is literally a textbook draw. Yeah. Like because nothing. Like I said, nothing happened. Mm-mm. They just they sat there and danced for twenty five minutes. Yeah, I have no idea what that was all about. I don't know. Very weird fight. Not ex- not what you expect when you see Rose fighting. Just the last thing you expect is no action for all five rounds. No, and you know, <laughs> that was the other thing. Like, you know it's a bad fight when Rogan and, and DC are on there like, yeah, this is just. Yeah. Because, like, the <laughs> entire fight, they were like, they was, you know, listen, Bogan, you, you, right, you all right over there? It's crazy, dude. It's so crazy. I got to make sure that the, that the, the dogs are right, you know? Um, He's just eating my hand. Just normal day. Champs are supposed to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I think. I mean, changing a hand, changing the title, in a fight like that, I I just feel like you can't do that. Like that's that's just not right. She didn't win the fight. She didn't lose it, but she didn't win it. Like, what's the other? Well, I can't. Remember, no, I can't even remember the other girl's name right I now. I can't either. I'm trying. I've been trying to think about it. Me too. The whole time I've been trying think. to think about it. This doesn't start with like a P. <laughs> oh my god, my throat is so dry. Even though I've been chugging a water. 
Oh my god, I can't think of her name. I gotta look it up. It's gonna annoy me. I think I have Rose. it actually. Esperanza, right? Or Esperanza, what was it? Um, Carla. I'm just gonna call her Carla. Because I don't yeah, know how to Carla say it. Esperanza. See, I thought it wasn't Esperanza, though. I thought it was something else. Because, like, I remember I said that, and then, like, they said it definitely on their phone. I don't know. I'm calling Carla, all right? Carla won the fourth round. Mm -hmm. Okay? She got the takedown, so you win the fourth round. Cool beans. You got to give Rose the fifth Mm -hmm. because she had the takedown at the end. One through three. Like, how do you I, – I, I genuinely want to know how they scored those. Like, that's that's the thing I hate, and I hate it in all sports that, like, everybody has to be held accountable besides the people that actually make decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why do officials never have to, like, do a press conference? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why do judges who are blind sometimes never have to do a press conference? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And, like, I'm not even saying that they made the wrong choice because, I, I mean, I, I, I just don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. But I want to know why they made the choice, and we're never going to get that because nobody's ever going to talk to them. No. no like, stupid. I want to know how you score those first three rounds because, like we've said a hundred times, they didn't do anything. They literally sat there going like this. For 15 minutes. <laughs> like, they never even closed the distance. No. Not even once. Like, it was so weird. And like I said, I need I need Rose to – listen, I know you love your mans. But how is that good corner advice? That Like, they're saying that she's doing a great job and everything. You, What are you talking about? How are you calling that a great job? Yeah. No, it was not a good, not a good job. I understand the corner, like, trying to keep her, like, like you're not losing this fight. So they didn't want to be like, like, you need to do something. But I don't know. So stupid. There was pushback. That's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, because here's the other thing, right? Like, her other, her, like, actual coach, I guess, even him, you could hear, like, round four or five, he's like, all right. We know what she's doing. Like, let's go. Like, even around three, after after the second round, he said, he's like, okay, we know what she's doing. Let's go out there. And then her man would be like, you're doing great. Just keep doing that. And, like, you could tell she listened to him instead. Because the other dude, like, her coach was like, all right, you know what she's doing. Like, let's go out. <coughs> Put some pressure on her. And and we'll see what happens. Like, I don't understand. That, that, it was, I mean. Awful. Awful is, is is almost too soft of a word for what that. I'll be right back. I'm putting this dog in. He's getting out. He's getting out. I'm done with it. Josh can't handle the Josh can't handle the dog biting him all the time. He's fair enough. Fair point. All right. But while Josh is doing that, I'll transition over into the main event of the evening, as Bruce Buffer would say. Which, by the way, I say this every time we talk about the UFC out here. But that man, Bruce Buffer, could make me run through a wall, I swear. I promise you, he could make me run through, right through a wall. Because every time he says, it's time, I'm there. Right through the wall. Pounding my chest. 
But Justin Gacy, Charles Oliveira. There's no, listen, you got to stop the questioning. It's time to stop questioning Oliveira, bro. It really is. And I wouldn't say even I questioned him anymore. I just picked Gaethje to win this fight because I like him more. Um, he's kind of what I like in fights. He just goes out there and tries to beat the shit out of people. So it's fine with me. But um, it, I, I saw the perfect analogy. Perfect analogy. Charles Oliveira basically has a boxing 10 count at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you've seen it. Yeah. He's got knocked down in literally all of these fights. Yeah. Gaethje put him down. Um, d- Didn't Poirier put him down? Yeah, Poirier put him down, I think, early in that fight. And Chandler did. Chandler had him gone. Like, he was done. Oh, yeah. Gaethje put him down twice. I feel like that second knockdown from this fight, though, that was fake. I think yeah. he was trying to get Gaethje to get confident and close the distance so Oliver could get him to the ground. I think you. Uh, I don't know. This, the first one for sure knocked him down because he hit him with a nasty hook. But that second one, like, they were fighting in the clinch, and he kind of caught him. And then Oliver threw the kick and then just went straight to the ground. So it could have been a real knockdown because it's, you know, lost his balance because he got hit. But I don't know. I, I thought it was very smart at Gage. No, it, it was. What's going on there, Matt? Um it, it was very smart of Gaethje because he was like, listen, I know I can knock you down. I've done it twice already in this fight. There is a 0% chance, zero, that I'm getting on the ground with you. And that's why I said, like, you literally have to knock the man out. Like, you have no other choice in these fights than to knock Oliver out. Because if you get on the ground with him, it's immediately over. Like, you absolutely have zero chance. And... That was the thing that I said coming into the fight. I was like, you know what? Maybe Justin has a chance because he has, like, the all-American wrestling background, everything like that. Didn't do nothing. Didn't mean a damn thing once Oliveira got knocked down those two times. Well, listen, Matt, it's a little rough for the Rangers, all right? We're down 4-1. to one. It was literally, like, just 1-1 one to one a second ago, and then they scored three goals. I don't know what Shosturkin's doing, but you know what? Yeah, we'll survive. We'll survive. Down three one in hockey is basically down two to one in every other sport anyway. So, um, but Josh, you were frozen there for a good bit. I know, man. I'm sorry, guys. I no. don't know oh, what is happening. It's, it's just a okay. But I mean, man has him knocked down twice, lets him back up, and then he gets popped. He got popped. He ends up getting knocked down, and then the minute you get knocked down, and Oliver can get on top of you. And then he just quickly gets to the back, went for the triangle first, mm-hmm. almost had an arm bar, also gets the, the uh, rear naked choking, Gaethje gets it off, he readjusts, gets it in, fight over. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. This, I mean, uh, he's, it's, it's his run so far since, like, his first title fight. Well, I don't even know if it was his first because he's been fighting for – a long time, but I mean, beating Chandler, Poirier, and Gaethje all in a row. I mean, I get the weight cut; it's whatever. That man's the champ. Like he's the best in the division. Nah, like, yeah. There's just there's no question about it. Yeah, and that's a, see, that's a stupid thing too, because like, all right, you strip him of the title. Okay, 
But if any MMA UFC fan right now, you really looking at him as not the champion, bro? Like, for real. Like, you really looking at Oliveira as, oh, yeah, he's not the champion. Yes, he is. Come on, let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. Here. He's, a champion. he's a champion. He doesn't have the belt because of, because of you know, missing the cut. But also, you know, I've seen a lot of things about those scales out in Arizona. And also, Dana White was saying in the post-fight press conference, like, when these guys that aren't from the U.S. are using kilograms on scales, they're not always getting the numbers right when they're weighing in, like, the day before, a couple days. So they're kind of messing it up. I don't know how much that impacts it because, I mean, he must have been a decent amount over because they gave him an hour before the weigh-in because he, he was over, and uh, he was the last one to weigh in, a half a pound over. I mean, it's tough, man. Well, you see, I thought that he was a half pound over. They gave him the hour, and then he was still a half pound over. It was something like that. I, I don't know how that makes sense. Like, what was he doing in that hour? I mean, you got to think that at the time that they have to go officially weigh in, that they've already cut everything out yeah. anyway. Yeah, so like, it's like you give them an hour, but what can they really lose? Yeah, if they've already been doing this for you know ten weeks in a camp, like it's like it's you're not gonna like even the water weight. They probably already had that out of them. Yeah, yeah. So they probably like, haven't eaten or drank anything that exactly. entire day. You hear everybody so. saying, "Oh, like oh, we couldn't go put a sweatsuit on and run on the treadmill for an hour and lose the half." So you got to get a lot of sweat out. To, like, bro, to he probably had out. already been doing that. He literally probably had nothing left to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, listen, I know weight is there for a reason. Right. I still think a half a pound is so stupid. Well, they, like, it, it's a title fight. That's the only reason it, it did that because you get, like, leeway with regular fights. But title fights, you hit the weight or you don't. Like, I feel like a pound or a half a pound. Like, really? We're making that big of a deal? And Gaethje said he was at 162 after the weigh-ins, after, like, he See, made See, that's the other thing that annoys me. <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's the thing that annoys me. We we care so much about these weigh-ins and everything like that. <coughs> See, that's going to happen a lot today, so people be be ready for that. Um, <clears throat> We care so much about the weigh-ins. And then the minute they weigh in, by the time they walk into the fight the next day, they probably weigh 170. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what is the point of that anyway? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it's just the way it is. You know, you you sign the contract to fight at a weight. I get that. But, like, I mean, half a pound, we're going to strip the guy of his title, everything he's worked for? Like, it's, it's not even that. It's the fact that, like, you don't even have to weigh 155 for the fight. Yeah, you like, the, it's a whole day before. In. Like, a whole day. You have to weigh 155 when you weigh in. And then after that, it's like, oh, yeah, go gain another 15 pounds when you you know can actually hydrate and, and eat again. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so stupid to me. Yeah, it's stupid. But, I mean, who do you think he's going to fight next? Like, Because is the Darius Makachev fight, has that even been set at all to see that? Because I don't even think that's... That's been set up. The only guy, other guy in the division I could think of that hasn't fought him is Connor, but Connor's going to get someone else for his first fight back. They're not going to throw him a title fight. I think Chandler, if anyone, should, should get another shot at him. I mean, yeah, you, or, or unless – because you can't, you can't give him Makachev right now. Makachev, I get it. He's been dominating, but look at the guys he's fought his last six. That's it's, like your B-boy, man. It's not – that impressive. He's very good. He's a very good fighter. 
I, he's ranked where he should be. But to be like, yeah, let's give him Oliveira. Like, no, give him a, give him Darius, then give him like a Poirier or a Chandler or somebody like that. Because if he can hang with, if he can't hang with those guys, he's not hanging with Oliveira. Like he's just not. So who's? So we think Oliveira's uh, title reign is more impressive than Khabib. Mm, no, no, nah, Khabib's. But who did Khabib beat? I know, but it's. I I don't think anyone could beat Khabib. Like anyone in that division, the only person I think could ever beat Khabib is GSP. I think I think those are the only two guys that could beat each other. Like that's you don't you don't yeah. But I don't think anybody could beat Oliveira. <laughs> I don't. I mean, he's getting to that point. He's and I feel like he's fought better people though. Oh, Josh is frozen again. Right at a great moment in time. We're gonna wait for Josh to get back because this that was a great moment in time we just had right there. Because here's the thing, I now understand that could be very dominant, very good, a Hall of Famer, undefeated, twenty nine and zero, everything, the Eagle. But who do you fight? Who do you fight? You look at all there. I mean, oh, Josh, you're back. Jesus, dude, I. Oh, now you're gone again. God, I'm I'm so tired of this. Oh, now you're back again. All right. I'm going to try to switch to my modem and see if, if that works better than, than the router. So I'll be right back. Okay. Josh will be right back. Don't worry. You can look at the pretty face right here. Um, Dustin says, can people all the same guys? But were they at this point? Like... I mean, I think I mean yeah, Gaethje was at this point, but I don't know. I feel like Dustin and Justin were. It's it's fair. I don't know. I feel. I'll, I'll listen. I'll say this: no matter who you want to, whose title reign you actually want to pick, this or that, whatever, I would pay an obscene amount of money. Obscene. To see Khabib come back and fight Oliver. I I I know he doesn't want to fight again because everything that happened with his dad. And I respect the man a hundred percent on that end. Cause that's that's his decision. It's obviously something that he loves to do. But bro, if he ever came back and would fight Oliveira, woo! I don't think it would ever be like prime Connor numbers for pay-per-view buys or, or, or anything. I don't know if it would be anything crazy because I feel like there's still people that disrespect Oliveira in a way, even though he's very legit, as we all know and can tell by now. Um, but God, would I pay money to see that. Dustin said I'd pay extra to watch that live. I, you know, I really do want to go to a UFC event so bad. I just, first of all, they're always in like – they're never close to me. It's always like Vegas and places. But then again, wasn't there was one in M? Was this in MSG? This last one? No, it was in Arizona with my stupid ass. Um, but if there's one in MSG soon, I might have to go because that has to be so fun. Because like I've been to sports bars when. There's a fight on, and it's just very active. Like, it's so fun to be there. The energy, everybody's going crazy. Like, I went I went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Good old B-dubs. 
for the Mayweather-McGregor fight, and it was off the walls. So going to like an actual event live have to be so much fun. Josh is literally a black screen right now. That's not what we like to see. In fact, you hate to see it. Oh, now he's now he's glitching. I don't. I. Oh, brother. You know, I feel for you. I feel for Josh. I do. You know, these are the hard times. The Wi-Fi and I do visit people. See, oh, Josh, think you're back. I think Josh might. Oh, God damn. Rangers are getting clipped right now. Six to two. What are we doing, Shesterkin? Your ass, bro. God, killing me here. Had all this fun watching the Rangers in the postseason. Josh, you're back. Am I here? Oh, yeah. God, dude, I don't. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. That's all I can say. I apologize. It's okay, Josh. We're all here for you. Yeah, we'll go through these moments. Um, I don't know. Well, we'll move on because I've lost my train of thought and I've talked in a little bit of a circle here. Um, we'll move to the NBA, though. Oh, no, I lied. We got Blackowitz and uh, I don't even know how to say the other dude's name. Rockic. Rockic? Fight night. This is a fight yes. night, not even a, a pay-per-view or nothing like that. No, Jan Blachowicz coming off the craziest, probably most surprising win against Glover Tashira, where Tashira, you know, got us back and took him out, which no one saw coming. <clears throat> Uh, and Rakic, his last couple fights, he beat Anthony Smith, who's a very good fighter, uh, a couple fights ago, and then is coming off beating Tiago Santos. So I think it's a, guy, a chance to be a really good fight. But they also announced during the UFC 274, they announced UFC 276, where we're getting Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. Uh, that's not the fight I'm looking for, but Volkanovski's already back. He's already back. And he's fighting for the third time. After already beating him twice, Max Holloway. So I mean, <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy that he's already. I mean, Usman. He's probably this is gonna be like his third fight since Usman last fought. Like that's crazy. He's a champ on the same level as Usman, but he's he's just taking every fight available. Like it's I mean, it's crazy. When you just body people, you might as well. I'm excited for this. I mean, I know he's already beat him twice. But they were they were good fights. They were close fights. Max could have easily won the last one. Uh, so I'm very excited for that. That's going to be Ooh. very good. Very good card. Now this card is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. O'Malley's on there. We got Strickland and and Pereira. Mm-hmm. Is, is O'Malley on that card? Or yes, is sir. Pedro Munoz. Yeah. yeah, that's a fight I'm really excited for. Pedro Munoz. Munoz, very very good fighter. God damn. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a card. Nah, Wokanowski really just be bogging people, bro. That's crazy, man. I can't believe he's fought because he just fought like at the last pay per view, didn't he? Wasn't that him? I think I think so. And he's back already. Like that's that's crazy. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with that one dude that fought on the prelims last night. I think, I think it was his third fight in the of the year already. Really? And he's fighting. And I think he's fighting on that Nate Diaz card. That's crazy. 
That's a fourth fight already, bro. Some people are. I mean, you always say you're gonna be a madman to fight to take this many fights like consistently to go through training camp and cut weight. Like that's crazy. God bless. Because you want to yeah. talk about could never be me. Yeah. Never. Never. Mm-mm. Um. Oh, who do you think is gonna win? I don't think we we said that. Uh, in the Blahovich wreckage fight, uh, I'm gonna go with Blahovich. I mean, he's still, I think, the best fighter in the division. I know Tashir is the champ. He right. I'm so happy he's the champ. He deserves it. But uh, I think if they fought, you know, nine times out of ten, it's just so happened that was the one for Tashir. So uh, I think Blahovich is gonna gonna take care of business. Get another. I think Tashir is gonna defend the title though. He, I believe, he's two seventy five. I think they're that that's the headline. I don't remember who he's fighting, but uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't be able to pronounce his name either. It's one of those crazy names, but he is. And Valentina Shevchenko is on that card too. The next pay per view, Valentina's fighting again. So. Oh yeah, and we get uh oh this card is nice too. Yeah, they're stacking up for the summer. They always do. I love it. Yeah, we got uh, hold on. We do have uh, Shevchenko. I just oh we we also get uh Joanna and uh, yeah Zhang Wei Li. Yeah, Zhang Wei Li's back. Man, I wish they would have just done Rose versus Wei Li again. <laughs> that would have been much better to watch. God, I can't. I, I cannot believe how bad that fight was. Yeah, there's somebody bad. who absolutely loves Rose. Mm-hmm. But God, no, you know, that's a fact that when the hell has Usman fighting, bro? It's for real. I think he's probably going to be because they have on on uh, ESPN, they have UFC 281 on there, but they don't have any fighters on there. I'm guessing that's going to be him, but that's still that's a long ways away. 281. Like, I don't Damn. know. Do we even have like a 277? But he's kind of he's kind of at a point like. Who's he supposed to fight? I mean, yeah, but give me something. Right, right. You got to defend the belt at some point. Right, come on. Yeah. Uh, all right, now we'll move on to the NBA. Jokic is your back-to-back MVP, and there's some people that are very upset about this. And I mean very upset. Josh, are you passionate about this? Because let me tell you something. I'm not. Like, I think that this was a very close MVP race. Mm-hmm. It was finally a race where, like, you could give it to a couple people instead of, like, oh, yeah, we know this one's going to be honest. We knew Steph was getting it the one year. We knew that, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Like, this was actually a good race. And Bede was very good. Missed some time. Uh, Jokic was very good. Obviously, Giannis get, does what he does every single year. I w- would not have been angry if you gave the MVP to any of them. They just so happy gave to Jokic. And honestly, didn't he have a better season this year than he did last year when he won the MVP? Yeah. I, but then I also hear some people say, which I think is very stupid, that he won the MVP last year. So to make it back-to-back, he should have had to have an even better year than MB did. That's not how it works. Like That is, that is not how it works. Like that, that doesn't – all because it's back-to-back, he, would, he, had, he had to blow MB out of the water. Yeah. Well, what do you want him to do? Average, you know, 36, 14, and 14? <laughs> like, he carried. He was allowed to be back to back. The fact that he got that Nuggets team to the playoffs is 
more than enough. Like, see, and that's my other thing too. Why does everybody say that? Oh yeah, and B did it with no help either. His, no, his hell. surrounding cast was so much better this season. Than, no, how? So Tobias Harris on the Nuggets averages like twenty four. I was gonna say so. Tobias Harris isn't help. Max is in hell. He had he had Seth Curry for half the year. Mm-hmm. Then Harden gets James Harden. Harden. Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I I agree with you though. This is kind of the first year in a while where we could actually call it a race. Like it 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 wasn't just Jokic's all year. Uh, and I'm with you. I, you give it to Giannis. You give it to Embiid. I'm I have no problem with that either. I think all three of them had good cases for it. Uh, I do think Jokic had the best case. Uh, you just look at the numbers he put up, how efficient he was all year. Uh, I mean, he, he just dominated the whole entire season. So I think they got it right. But, I mean, it was. I'm just glad it was. we had a couple candidates, you know. Like, it was It was actually like, ah, oh, we don't even know who's going to win it. Yeah, I, like I said, I had no problem with it. Like, as long as one of those three won, I would have been like, all right, whatever. Like if you randomly gave it to Curry, I would have been like, oh, okay, we got a little bit of a problem here. But mm-hmm. they gave it to one of the three deserving people, and uh, well, move on. Just cry about it. It'll be all right. Um, next up, got a little incident here, huh? Mavs mm-hmm. fans going at Chris Paul's mom and family members and things like that. Crazy situation, Josh. I mean, I think there's only one way to feel about it, but how you feel about it? I mean, fans just got – you gotta know their place, man. You're there because they're entertaining you, or that's your favorite team, or that's your favorite player. Like you, you gotta act right there. I mean, I get. I mean, I don't. I don't even really know what the incident was. I don't, like people are saying like they were talking, and then like he went in for a hug, and she didn't want to hug him or something. I don't know. Not a lot going on there, but people are getting mad at Chris Paul for for telling me he was gonna see him later. Like, nah, bro. He had every right to say that. I don't care if kids. You know, only sixteen. He's somebody touches my mom. I'm gonna say something to him later. Yeah, like, no, nah, people are crazy. For a lot of people are like, well, do we know what happened prior? Like, I hate those people, man. Like, he touched his mom. Like, that's what happened. That's the end of it. Fans just, fans got another place, man. And and a, when you're right behind the seat, you're right behind the bench too. Like, that's where you got to be the most cautious. Is right behind the bench. Like, I, I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, like, talking to the players is one thing because that kind of comes with the territory. I've always mm-hmm. thought you're mad weird when you, people when people bring family involved. Like, you're mm-hmm. mad weird. Yeah. Like, all right, actually, maybe not totally family involved. Because, like, if you want to say, like, oh, your girl's ugly to get in the mm-hmm. player's head. I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> or, you know, you, you know, you start some – I've heard some, you know, chants where somebody sucked with somebody's, uh, you know. Like like talking directly to the player. Yeah. Like that happens. That happens every game. Yeah. But talking to that family member, that player's family member, like, nah. And especially, like, bro, I don't know what his definition of putting hands on his mom was. It don't even matter. No. Nah. You accidentally brush up against her and she don't like it. I'm smacking the soul. Yeah, there, there's a problem. No con. There's no reason for any contact between you and her. Like, and then the video, the kid gets. Oh, he's just a kid, bro. Up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why do we play? It's just a kid thing. They got to learn somehow. 
you know, like, and that was not a kid either. No, that man, that man's that dude was like 17. Yeah, he's old enough to know better. He's that, that wasn't a little 13 year old kid throwing a fit or something. That was someone who can understand from right from wrong. So stupid. No, yeah, I mean, and then if you really get mad at Chris Paul for saying, I, I'll catch you later, <laughs> I, you know, Mike Tyson really said it, bro. Social media has made it so that people think they can say what they want and not get punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you say something. You know, I almost had to I almost had to get into a bar fight the other week, bro. Ooh, Kanye almost, almost threw to. down. I bro I had to. You know? Is this he, where you he, contracted COVID? You're about to throw hands. No, out. no, no, no. No. Not where I contracted COVID. That was at a different event. Um you no, know, this kid was just staring at me and then flipped me off. I've never even seen him before. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the DJ booth because my boy's a DJ, you know? And I was like, <laughs> I had some choice words that I won't repeat. But uh, it was very interesting. I was just chilling, bro. What, what are you flipping me off for? I knew right. nothing. <laughs> well, I had some choice words. One of my friends at high school actually did something almost the exact same, except he was the guy flipping off. Like, we were just at a steak and shake, and he just flipped off this random guy. And I actually did wind up throwing hands just because of the flip off. So I'm not shocked that. I mean, yeah, why flip someone doing? off? Like, uh, my friend did not, he did not get the dub, man. It was a uh, first round, you know, <laughs> just quick it over with. Listen, I'm sorry. He deserved it. No, yeah, that's what we told him. He didn't want to do it, but we're like, listen, bro, he's not going to leave you alone. Like, just get it over with. He flipped him off. I don't know why he did it. And now, it was how quick and easy. We were like we we're like 16. How old was this man? Around 18, 19, something like that. Just a little older than us, so. Right to the police. No, his mom, his mom went crazy about it, but nothing, nothing crazy charges or anything ever happened. Because I mean, we were telling his mom, we we're like, no, like, he deserved it. Like, <laughs> you can't just be flipping people off. And you guys you didn't get involved, can't. I assume. No, it wasn't our beef. We didn't. We didn't flip them. I respect that. I also because I hate the fights when your boys start losing and everybody else get involved. Yeah, it's not my fault. You got your ass beat. Be a better fighter. Like we, when we knew it was over, then we were like, all right, all right, get off him. Like it's over. You won. But you know, when the fight's happening, if he's he's losing, he's losing. Now, now I need to know also because I've never been in one of these situations. My boys. (laughs) I've not gone into any fights, never, not around me at least. What do you do after he just got his ass beat? Like, is it like <laughs> it is like, a quiet car ride? I was about to say, like, like quiet what is that car, car ride. ride bag like? No, but like, bro, but you're, like you're, it was, it was also so stupid and funny because before the fight, like we told him, we're like, we're not jumping in. And then the car ride, oh, he's like. Why don't you guys do anything? <laughs> we we're like, dude, what what did you want him to do? Beat our asses too? Like he was gonna kick up, he's gonna beat us all up. Like it was you or all of us. So we decided we're not jumping in, man. It's just not happening. I was gonna say, like, good try, champ, or yeah, like nah, it was pretty clear. That's why I was just so confused when you flipped him off. Like, did you not see the guy before? Like, you have no chance. He's a big guy. Like, my friend was not a big guy. <laughs> this guy was big. I was like, why why would you do it? Why would you do it? It's a tough life. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Good try, champ. Um, <laughs> Grizzlies are down two to one. Ja is out for game four. And Josh, let me tell you something. You posed the question, is their season over? I'm going with their season's over. Mm. I don't listen, I know they played very well earlier in the season without John the lineup. I thought they had some crazy record uh without him in the lineup. Good for them. That's when you're playing the whole NBA. This is not when you're playing the Warriors back at full strength for the first time since, you know, Obama was president. And I just I don't see it, man. Like even with John out there scoring 42, they were losing some games. And now you're going to take him out of the lineup? Where are you getting 42 from? Right. So, yeah. I mean, I'm on the opposite. Uh, I do look at that regular season record without him, and I think that's that's super important because in a way, like obviously they're a better team when he's active, but the offensively the shots they get, they're, they're much better looks without Ja. It's a lot more ball movement, no hero ball. Uh, I think it's – I don't know. I think their season's over too. I agree with that, but I don't think – I don't know. This game is going to be obviously it's the most important because there's no job, but I think it's going to be closer than closer than people are expecting it to be. I think this this Grizzlies team is well coached. Guys like Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson have had decent series so far. You know, one of them's going to have to step up. I really want it to be Jaron Jackson. I mean, he's he's so good. I'd love to see him take advantage of them down low. Uh, but you know, Draymond's going to make it very a very tough game for him. Because uh, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot with no jaw. So he's going to have to do a lot. He's going to have to facilitate too. But I, I think they got a chance. I, I think it's – I don't know. I think they're done just series-wise. I just think the Warriors are the best team in the series. Uh, I th- honestly, I think they're the best team out west right now. I, I think the Warriors are better than the Suns right now uh, if I had to pick. So I think the Warriors were going to win the series anyway. Losing jaw hurts a lot. But I wouldn't say they're dead in the water just yet. Well, we're going to find out. I mean, I just I just have such a hard time getting 42 points from somebody else. Right, yeah. I mean, obviously your team picks you up, but 42 is 42, bro. Yeah. That's tough. And I, I don't – I mean, they get Brooks back, obviously, after his little suspension, but, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's that's jaw level. And I guess he's not technically out yet. I mean, he's doubtful, so he's probably not going right. to play. But, right. Maybe he gets the miracle elixir and, and can play. Uh, we'll find out when the game tips off. But with all that being said, it's time for our little break, guys. It's our little break. And if anybody knows us. I have a, How did you go to the movies? Listen, Josh. CDC has changed its guidelines. Okay. I tested positive on Tuesday. You got to wait five days. That five days was Saturday. Okay. I then, See, I was like, I was thinking, Connie, you are putting lives at risk. No, no, no. <laughs> I went to the movie. So I then went Sunday, wore my mask the whole time like I'm supposed to. I'm a responsible man. I don't want to get nobody sick out here. Good man. So I, I followed everything that I was supposed to do. So with that being said, you know where me and Josh are going to go now. That means we're going to talk about Doctor Strange 2. Multiverse of Madness. So, listen, I'm looking at the live ticker right now. 
It tells us how long we've been live. It's been 56 minutes and exactly 10 seconds. I'm going to give you another 15 to leave. If you haven't seen the movie, I'll give you 15 seconds right now. Right now. Look. Spoiler alert. Ten, you got five seconds left. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. We're talking about it. Okay. I hope you're gone because now we're going to talk about it. I'll even give you an extra two seconds. That was fantastic. So good. You. And listen, this can go back to me and you being very easy to please when it comes to movies. Right, right. Bro. Oh, the movie was this. The movie was that. What movie were you watching? <laughs> no, because that, that shit was fire. So I mean, the visuals alone, like just the opening scene where America Chavez is fighting. That what it we find out is Wanda, but it's. Bro, like, well, you want to know how stupid I am though? Huh? I was so confused. <laughs> the first like ten minutes. For the simple fact that, like, I know they're in an alternate universe at the beginning. That's obvious. But then when they got into, like, their own, like, the like the MCU universe. And they're talking about Wong being the Sorcerer Supreme. And I was like, oh, there's still in another universe. No, man. <laughs> because I totally forgot that he became Sorcerer Supreme because Strange was gone. And like, yeah. like, everything that happened in No Way Home literally just left my head. Yeah. Are they nah. Doctor Strange put the spell on me? Yeah. So I was yeah, like nah. so confused for that first little part when they were in the MCU universe that I was like, oh, when are they going to the real one? I was like, I feel like they've been in here for a minute. Yeah. Nah. But I, lo I love I going on. little gray on his head, side of his head was a lot more prominent. It did look, it did look more like just so that's more. why I was a little, that's why I was a little confused. I was like, I don't remember it being that thick. Pause. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, I loved going through different universes. That was probably one of my favorite things about the movie was just seeing like different timelines, basically. Like, you know, they go to the ones that Dr. Strange completely destroyed himself and everything. I mean, just so many cool things. And Scarlet Witch, man, so good. She killed it. Literally. I mean, that Illuminati scene. But you remember how I was saying, uh, I think I said it last week about the spoiler I saw on Twitter? Yeah. John Krasinski. That, that's oh, what I saw on Twitter. So it was literally what I saw when I opened Twitter was when the little portal thing comes down and it's him. That's all I saw. And I was like, I, I am done. I hate this. Like, I'm weak. I was so mad. So in the, in the theater, because I went, I went at like 4 o'clock on uh, Saturday or Friday. I don't remember which day, but. And there wasn't even a lot of people there. And they, like, I knew it was coming when they started introducing everybody. And I was like, and people got hype. I was like, I already freaking know. That would have been so cool to, you know, see him for the know, first time. was dead. Really? I went Sunday at, like, 745, my local theater. Bro, like, he comes out, nothing. <laughs> Professor Rex, nothing. Captain uh, Captain Marvel, oh, not Captain Marvel. Um, Carter. Yeah, Captain Carter, nothing. I was like, bro, like nobody gonna give a reaction? Like, what are we doing? Dude, I was I'm so glad that Sam Raimi is the one that directed it too, because no other director would have done what he did to all those characters, man. No other director would have thought he'd been like Bro, that. there were some cold ass scenes in that movie. She said, What mouth? I was like, 
Yo, what? Nah, not even that, bro. Screw <laughs> that. She said, do they have a mother? <laughs> he said, yes, they do. She said, good. Somebody will take care of them when you're dead. I said, oh. Put them through a shredder. I <laughs> said, shredder. oh. That's the type of time we're on, huh, Wanda? Yeah, bro. And they gave Captain Carter the Darth Maul treatment, bro. Like, that was crazy. Bro, and then Professor X. That, there were some jump scares, too, in this movie. Bro, like, no, no, they no. got me. When they were in the in the sewer? <laughs> yeah, dude. Bro, scared me, the bro. shit out of me. Got me. <laughs> I, he came across. I said, I said hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, chill out. <laughs> no, uh, I was... I mean, when he when he like uh, went into the dead stranger's body too, and had like the ghost cape or whatever, that was so sick. He's so badass. <laughs> but that post credit scene, I don't even know. Like, who is that? So apparently, that is. I don't know her name, but like she's Strange's wife. Like okay. they eventually, like in the comics, they they're married. <laughs> I had no clue. And she I don't I don't know. I know. I had I watched um a breakdown of the movie, obviously, the minute I got out of it, because that's what I do. Um and he explained it a little bit, but I don't know exactly like who she is and everything that she does. That second post credit scene, also stupid. Yeah, I waited for that shit, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like and then I sat after that because it like the lights didn't come on yet. I was like I don't even know if I want to sit here, even if there is another one, because they're going to do some stupid shit again. So that was the annoying thing, too. And I'm an idiot. I was on Twitter before, and I kept seeing, like, Morbius things. <laughs> and everybody was like... So I thought that's what the second post credit scene was I think be. the best thing that could have ever happened to Morbius is that it sucked. <laughs> like, it's now always going to be coming up at everything, like, it's Morbin time, or, like... Like it's, like it's one of those movies that's so bad you like watch it. Yeah, like it's gonna be around forever because it sucks so bad. I gotta see it. I know. I, I want to see it too. But I mean, I just think it's so funny how it pops up everywhere. Like they called it like more billion dollars. Like <laughs> it's it's just so funny. But now, nah, I mean, the ending though of the actual movie before the post credit scene, they kind of cancel because you see the third eye come out. And you're like, oh, so he's about to like go crazy, but then he's walking around, and then it pops up as though it's like he's cool with it or whatever. Like I don't know. Well, it's because, well, but they, she destroyed the Darkhold Denver universe. Right, but isn't that like based still the Darkhold? Like, yeah, but like I guess it can't corrupt him further because like he can't look at it anymore. Yeah, that's true. You know what that's I true. mean? What'd you think about the the note fighting scene? I I think that was the weakest scene for me. I think it just went on too long. It would have been cool if like they did it back and forth like once or twice, but they had that like, vision on for like like six minutes of just music. Like that at one definitely threw me off. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck am I watching right now?" Yeah, that one was definitely weird, weird for sure. But nah, there was. I mean, even the beginning, she she with with the whole. Forest and everything, dude. And then, and then, and then she, she turned went, it. Goes, then she went to Carmitage and killed everybody. Bro, like everybody. Said, what now? What did she say? She was like, um, she was. She said she's being reasonable. Yeah, that was this, me. This being is reasonable. Me. Oh no, that was the other thing too. She was like, 
uh, Wanda's not going to come get her. It's going to be the Scarlet. Yes. Was like, she had so many lines that were tough, dude. So tough. God. And people wanted to argue with me that she wasn't the strongest Avenger. No. And I just think it's funny. Like, it's okay to, to be a super fan of certain characters. But, like, you got to know Scarlet Witch's body. That Like, people were saying that Toby's Spider-Man would kill her just because he, he wouldn't attack at the wrong times. Like, when is the right time to attack her? Like, when? Like, there's Bro, no She was right getting time. punched in the face by a girl that controls the multiverse. <laughs> And was eating them like a yeah. breakfast sandwich. And, I mean, just after watching what she did to the Illuminati, which were like, oh, and dude, the the strain from that universe, seeing how he killed Thanos, that looks sick too. Just yeah, some of the cool. shots in that movie were so good, so good. Nah, that. See, and like here, and here's the thing too. Like, some people don't like it because because of whatever reason. Juan is my favorite character, so this movie was fine with me. <laughs> right. Like I'll right. watch this movie ten out of ten times. Yeah, no, so good. But I mean, I I kind of I guess get why people don't like it. The only reason I could see why you don't like it is that the trailer and teasers kind of don't show what the movie's even about. Like they kind of tell you in the trailers, it's kind of like Wanda and Strange are gonna team up to stop the multiverse from, you know, going everywhere, going crazy. And then it turns out Wanda's the actual like villain of it all. Yeah, but I prefer that. I don't want the movie spoiled in my trailers, bro. Right, right. No, I liked it. I mean, I just I can see why people don't. I will like say it. this. I think that that movie would have benefited greatly by an extra half hour. Yes, it was. It was under two hours. Like that. That like, thing was not as long as I thought it was. Like be. that movie should have been like two and a half hours. There were definitely some rushed parts of the movie that, like, that deserved more. I feel like they could have they could have like done a lot more because like there were it was always going too, which like it's funny I complain about that and then I talk about the MMA and I'm like I only want to see people get killed. <laughs> um, but like you do need spaces in some of these movies to like breathe. Mm -hmm. Like you're sitting there for two hours and it's just constant. I'm like, damn, bro, like gotta piss. Yeah, <laughs> or, <For real>. or <laughs> something. But no, I mean from when she reveals it was her to Comitage, whatever the hell it's called, mm -hmm. to I mean when she bro when she crawled through the gong, dude, that was and her body like on some exorcist shit like that was. No, crazy. I, I, I I mean that Illuminati scene was crazy. So hard, dude. Like that was so. Because I See, thought did all that, and then it touched you right in the heart string. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end, the Wanda goes, "Just know that they'll be loved." Yeah, I know. And then, that was that was tough. And then with Str with Strange and Christine, you know, I love you in every universe. Ah, oh. mm -hmm. man, that's crazy. People joking about it. They're like, "Man, Doctor Strange got no bitches in every no universe." In <laughs> like, universe. And it's true, it's man. They all missed out. All of them. Like, how you fumble the Christine bag in every universe, bro. Yeah. That's tough. tough. Shit is crazy. I don't know. Very good, though. Very, very good. It made me rank all my MCU movies. I know. We need to do, like, a tier list for a show. I ranked every single one of them. Oh, you did? I did. Hmm. I did you put it on Twitter? 
Or do you? No, oh, no, no. Way too long for Twitter. I put, I put it, I put it in my notes though. Oh, okay. I see. I have the official Connie ranking right here. <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna get in trouble for a lot of these, but I don't, I don't, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. My opinion. Yeah, how controversial? How controversial? Oh, is I know that these two rankings are gonna start a riot. <laughs> And I mean an absolute riot. Yeah, I, I don't think I think mine would probably align with most Marvel fans, but there'd probably be a couple that because I know you don't like Guardians, so I know those are like bottom tier yeah. already. Are they both the last two? Like, you want to hear the list? I do. I do want to hear. Oh, right, you want to go worst to first or first to last? First to last. First to last. First to last. All right. I have Endgame at one. Mm-hmm. I have Infinity War at two. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I put No Way Home at three. Fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I put Civil War at four, which is basically another Avengers movie, if we're being honest. Right, with you. right. I put Ragnarok at five. I'm I'm with you on Ragnarok top five. I'm I'm heavily with that. I then have the original Iron Man. And then I go to Winter Soldier. I then go to the OG Avengers movie. Then we go to the OG Captain America. Is this prior to Doctor Strange Multiverse? Uh no, no, no. This was today. I literally did it today. This okay, okay. I literally did it today on Xbox with my friend. Okay. Um, the OG event. No, then yeah, then the OG um, Captain America. So what number are we at? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. All right, so that was 9. 10, I got Black Panther. 11, I got the OG Doctor Strange. Then 12. Yo, Shang-Chi was fantastic. You, I, okay. I love that movie. Okay. Especially on first watch. Like, yeah. that first watch for me was one of my favorite Marvel experiences. I don't know why. I watched it in the comfort of my bed with <laughs> nobody around, nothing. But I loved that movie on first watch. Then I got Far From Home. Fantastic, once again. Very good. Then I got Iron Man 3, which I know, Josh, me and you, you know, we don't have a problem with it. Some people do. Big fan. Big fan. Then another movie that some people have a problem with that I don't have a problem with. In fact, got me into Marvel. Maybe that's why it's so high for me. Age of Ultron. I'm kind of same way. One of the first Marvel movies I... This I was, was like, literally Man. the first movie that I... This is... No, maybe Black Panther was the first one I watched and then this. Either way. One of those orders. Then I have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Then I have Homecoming. Then I have Ant Man. Now we're gonna get a, now now people are gonna get mad. I didn't think Eternals was that bad. I didn't, but now people get mad because after that I have both Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I, I bro, they're just not enjoyable to me. What what isn't enjoyable about it? Because from what I can funny. see. From the list, like you're 
your top is big on team up, like multiple superheroes in it, multiple of the characters. Guardians of the Galaxy is like it's four. But you see, you know the problem is it's four characters I don't care about. <laughs> you don't like Chris Pratt? I don't no, love Chris Pat Pratt. In fact, Jurassic World, fantastic. Mm. As uh, Peter Quill, I'm good. Really, really. Listen, the Galaxy movies just don't do it for the kids. So but what? But you like the soundtracks in those movies are all time great. Though. What? What's the song that opens up Guardians of the Galaxy when he's kicking around in the water? It's uh, I don't know the name of them. Oh my god, it's such a good song though. See those old songs? I can sing along when they're on, but I could not tell you the name of them. Could not start singing it. It's God come and it. get your love. That's what it is, right? Yeah, something like I don't know the name of the song though. It might be "Come and Get Your Love." I think that's the name of the song. I don't know, but I, I love how it opens. I don't know, like, like I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be real with you. If every single one of them died in Endgame, I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> Like I had no emotional attachment. Damn, I, those are two. Like those are probably at least one of them is in my top ten. I'm gonna have to make a list now for next week. My my friend agrees with you. He thinks I'm on crack. Yeah, no, nah, bro. Guardians yeah. is fire. Um, then I have Captain Marvel after the two, obviously. Um, and and I'm gonna be honest with you, I would have put Guardians and Guardians <laughs> yeah. two lower. You're crazy. Man. I would have, but like I knew it would have been too much for people to handle. Yeah. Um, then I have Black Widow. Strictly because Yelena saves the movie. Yeah. God, is she good? Then I have Thor. Then I got Dark World, and then I got Iron Man two. Where was uh, Multiverse ranked on this? Oh, you're right. Because I was waiting to hear it. I'm like, no way he has this thing. Oh, all right. Dead lats. If I'm going with multiverse, listen, you got to remember, I love Strange. Wanda's my favorite character. I've said this ever since she 1v1 Thanos (laughs) and bodied his shit. And then WandaVision, oh, I'd probably put it one, two. I would, I would put it at number seven, right above the Avengers original and right below Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think, uh, I think our list would be quite different. Quite, it's different. understandable. I'm gonna it's make one for next week. I'll make my ranking. I've never I'm ranked. I've it. never ranked them. I'm excited to hear it. I am. I, I'm kind of nervous to do it because I don't know how to because it's going to be tough to put some above. And, and above I'll others. also be honest with you, some of these mo- movies I low key do not remember what happened in them. Really? Like, like both of the Ant Man movies, I low key do not remember anything that happened. <laughs> in them. Yeah, I, I mean the first Ant Man was good. I liked the first one. Like Second that was one. the one where you know he. He tries to rob the the house or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. second one's when they go and try and find her mom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All good movies. I like all, all of them. All good. I mean, I'm just trying to think of my. I already got. I mean, I'm. 
even putting one and two, I don't know if I like Endgame or Infinity War better. I don't know. I, I low-key wanted to put Infinity War one and, and got bullied in putting it two. I think in I think Infinity Infinity Wars. No, I low key, you know I'm gonna change it live on air right now. I'd put Infinity War one. I don't I know. It's tough not to because not only is the action in it like probably the best and Marvel's ever done, but it ends with the good guys losing. Like it's so exactly. good. Like Thanos sitting the there or his entrance. Yeah, like oh. I don't know. I think Infinity War's gotta be number one. Gotta be. But Ragnarok, I mean, it's crazy because I agree. The the first two Thors suck. Like Ragnarok really saved Thor. Like, nah, saved him. Like turned him into a character that you're like, all right, I actually want to see this guy now. Like, nah, literally. Because like the original Thor, I'm good. There's the only reason I like the original Thor because. Loki in that movie is very good. I love Loki. His acting in it, just Tom Hiddleston. So his scene point. with uh, Odin, so good. So true. Good. True. And I mean, then again, and then the only thing that saves Dark World for me is the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Where he's just bodying everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Badass openings always get me. Iron Man yeah. two, the villain just wasn't. I... Yeah, Iron Man two. Yeah, kind of, kind of stuck. But I love Iron Man 3, man, while the suits come out and so they're just fire. bodying everyone. The best, man. The best. So fire. And Trevor Slattery. It's like, hold on. <laughs> That's my list. So Not bad. Free. Not bad. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because all the, I was expecting, you know, I knew Guardians were going to be low. I was like, that means, that means he might have some other crazy takes. No, just my only, listen, I think my only unpopular opinion when it comes to the MCU is that Guardians of the Galaxy sucks. Yeah, maybe I'll rewatch it. I don't know. I I think I think those are movies though. The Guardians movies, like if you don't like the the characters and the men, you're just not gonna because it's all about them. Like, it's, I I mean maybe it was I was all Marvel man. You now. don't give a shit about Groot, man. You don't need right. Groot's probably my favorite out of all of them. Rocket's hilarious. He has his moments. I don't know. Like don't Mantis, know. gotta go. You don't like Mantis? So annoying. I just want a throat kicker. Uh, I want a Michael Chandler her. Uh, I don't know. All right, let's move on. NFL, we'll do this real quick, and then we'll head on out of here. But uh, we're going to do some early predictions here, people. Some way too early predictions, as some would like to call them. Division winners, and that's right. We're also going to give you the Super Bowl. And then we're even going to give you some awards. We're gonna give you some awards. So, Josh, let's uh, let's run through these divisions. And by the way, I do have to pull up the divisions because for some reason I always forget one. I always forget one. So I'm gonna pull it up. And um, you know, the NFL is the only sport like NBA when it comes to divisions. There are a couple I know, and by couple I literally mean two. Like there are only two divisions I know. Uh, but NFL, like I don't know why I just know them so easily. I, like I know them very easily, and then I when I really have to start thinking about it, I like get nervous or something. No, like remember on the show one time I couldn't like you told me a team was from like the AFC South that was like the worst ranked team, and I could not think of who the Houston Texans were. Like, see, I just could on the like, spot. It just on the spot. Yeah, it really does just happen. 
Um, all right, I can't find. I thought I could find a picture that would look good, but like they all look stupid. So uh, we're gonna have to scrap the picture. But all right, how about we start it off easy in my eyes? Let's go with the. Uh, you know, no, nah, we're just gonna run down the list as as I have it in front of me. AFC North. We got the Ravens, the Brownies. You know, the Steelers with a good old Kenny Pickett. You going first or me? We'll switch. I'll go first this time. You'll go first next, and then, you know, we'll go from there. I just can't see the Bengals relinquishing their lead on this division. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to be very good again, and they fixed the old line problem. They, did. they signed three offensive linemen, people. They did that. So you're going to take a team that won the division went to the Super Bowl with a quarterback that got sacked 77 times throughout the season, and now you're going to give him an O-line that can actually block for him? Mm-hmm. If they have an O-line that could have blocked for him, they would have won the Super Bowl. Jamal Chase was wide open on that last play. He was. He was. They definitely uh, did exactly what they needed to this offseason. Uh, another team that I think did not have the greatest offseason, but definitely had a kind of successful offseason, Baltimore Ravens. And I think I think Lamar is going to come back. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. I'm big on Lamar. That's one of, one of the many things me and Kanye disagree on. I'm I'm big on Lamar. So I'm, I'm going with the Ravens. I love what they did with the secondary this offseason. I'm, I'm going with the Ravens. All right. That's fair. Next up, we have my division, the AFC East. Josh, who do you think? You you keep talking. I'm gonna mute my mic and camera. I gotta blow the nostrils. So, yeah, uh, the AFC East, kind of an interesting division this year. I think the winner is probably pretty common among everybody. I think everyone thinks the Bills are gonna win it, uh, and they most likely will. But I mean, the the Patriots. We just gotta see how how Mac Jones does in his second year. Uh, they still they still have a really solid defense, uh, so they could they could shock it and steal if they steal both games from the Bills. I could see it easily being being a year the Patriots win the division. Uh, the other two, I mean, the Dolphins definitely made moves to become a better team this offseason uh, and going and getting Tyree Kill. You know that's that's a huge pickup. Uh, and the Jets, I expect them to improve a lot too. Big Zach Wilson guy also. Another thing me and Kanye disagree on, uh, but. Uh, I think I the Bills. Fantasy, so I'm kind of rooting for them. <laughs> I think the Bills are the easy pick for this division. They're just too good. Yeah, Bills by a mile. Um, Patriots are probably going to get swept unless they play in a nor'easter. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I think the Dolphins are better than the Patriots. So, yeah, this is the Bills division. Honestly, might be more than just a division this year. I'm just saying. Ooh. You know, a little teacher there, eh? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Let me go to the AFC South. One that I think is very easy again. Honestly, I'm going with the Colts. Listen, they almost won the division last year. Went to Annapolis, didn't work out at the end of the year, um, <laughs> <laughs> to, to put it lightly. But now they have Matt Ryan in the room. You know, maybe less mistakes. You know, maybe they can beat the Jackson last week of the season to go to the playoffs. And, uh, you already got some dissent in the locker room. Tannehill saying he's not going to, you know, help out Malik Willis, which, by the way, fully agree with. I'm sorry. I agree with it. I ain't helping you take my damn job. Oh, that 
that's not a very alpha move. Don't care. No, it is an alpha move because I'm not. Did we even talk about that? Why don't you be the alpha? Did we ever talk about that? I don't know. I can't remember if we did. I don't know. Possible. Not sure though. Uh, I'm also going. I'm going with the Colts also though. But uh, on the Tannehill thing, I'm kind of right there with you, man. And now his job. job. He's going to treat him like a normal teammate. People are taking it out of hand. You know, because Pat McAfee also said, like, people are mad at him for saying this. If he said the exact opposite and that his main priority was to help Malik Willis get to be ready for week one, people hate him for that, too. There is no winning in that. How are you going to help Malik? There is no winning with any answer there. He's just going to treat him like a normal teammate like he should. People take it way too far with this. I got to teach him because I'm the vet. I'm good. Never been better. Um, Honestly. The hardest division to pick, the AFC West. I mean, they brought in everybody. They put a Pro Bowl roster as the AFC West. Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, the Chargers. Josh, who you got? I'm going with the Chargers. Uh, I think think they handled this offseason beautifully. Uh, That offense is already really nice. It's just, you know, you wait, you just – you have Justin Herbert, and he's going to keep getting better and better every year. You keep the the core guys around him, re-signing Mike Williams, going and getting Gerald Everett. Very nice pickups. But that defense going and getting Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, like that's beautiful. That is a beautiful offseason. Uh, I'm going with the Chargers. I think they're going to be the best team in the division. Josh, I couldn't agree with you more. Big Charger guy. One of the bigger Justin Herbert guys out there. Now you got – JC with Asante Samuel Jr. You got Khalil mm-hmm. Mack with Joey Bosa. And please, gotta, football guys, let us see Derwin James this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I mean, please. come on, what are we doing here? Please, what are we doing here? All right, we don't want we don't want them on the together we pray list this year. We don't no, want them there. Sick of it. In fact, I'm uh, sick of it. Okay, so I want you to calm down. Let him let the man play. All right. Yeah. I'm going with the Chargers. Big Charger guy. I, I thought I was going to be right about him last year. They let me down that last game. I still blame their coach for going for it when they were in their own territory. But, you know, different problem for a different day. NFC North, very easy. I mean, what are we doing here? It's the Packers. Like, come mm. on. Really? I disagree. Oh, I'm going bro. with the Vikings. The Vikings? I am going with the Vikings. I, I get it. It's still Aaron Rodgers. They're they're still going to have, you know, close 9-10 wins. But I, I don't know. I feel like the Vikings – are a team where you look at them on paper and you're like, you know, this team is like in such a weird spot where they're in between like average and great. And it's all Kirk Cousins. That's that's all it is, is Kirk Cousins. I can't so I'm gonna that. I'm gonna bet on him this year. I'm taking Oof. taking the Vikings and Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. New coach too. Mike Zimmer is out. We're this done with true. the mediocrity. This is you know you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think you're wrong on your pick, but it's okay. Um <laughs> We go over to the NFC East, a.k.a. the least. I don't think so this year. I think he's going to be pretty good this year. I think he'll be pretty solid. Josh, I, who you got? I'm going with Philly. I'm, I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy, believer in him. I love the A.J. Brown pickup alongside Devontae Smith. Finally a guy that, that can you know play opposite. Uh, I expect to see a lot of Miles Sanders this year, but we said that last year, and we got a lot of Boston Scott. So, uh <laughs> I'm expecting them to, to have him a lot. I think it's going to be a good year for Hertz. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with Wentz, D.C. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Like you, Josh, 
I got faith in Hurts. I don't know why everybody's freaking out. Last year was technically his first full season. Give mm-hmm. the man some time. He got into the playoffs. It was NFC least, but the exactly. playoffs. NFC playoffs. Yeah. You know, same amount of playoff wins as the Cowboys anyway. Yeah. Cowboys got worse. Mm-hmm. Washington did get better. Adding mm-hmm. that, man, that dog. Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> that, that dog. That one. <laughs> yeah. That dog. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going with the Eagles, man. I think Hurst is going to have a nice year. A.J. Brown, uh, Smith in his second season. You got uh, Dallas Goddard over there as well. And I think they figured out that they should run the ball a lot. Uh, they did it at the end of last year. I think they're going, they're going to continue to do that. And that defense, that defense added Hassan Reddick too. Very yes, nice sir. pickup. And they then they just that, they drafted that linebacker out of yeah, Nakobe Dean. Jordan? And they got uh yeah yeah, and they got Jordan Davis, the big fella down low. So, I mean, they they that, that, that defense. Fox? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Or Josh is one of the bigger Cox guys out there. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> what? I heard you're a big Fletcher Cox guy. Fletcher Cox is a great player. One of the bigger Cox guys out there. You know? He's a great um, player. NFC South. I mean, come on. Clear answer here. The GOAT's back. Mm. The GOAT is returned. He came out of retirement. He had to take his kids to school one time. <laughs> said, Giselle, it ain't fucking happening. He said, fuck this carpool. He said, I am leaving. <laughs> and he's and he's going right back to the Super Bowl. Well, there's a team in this division. I'm kidding. I'm not doing it. I'm, the Bucks for sure is their division. I mean, all three other teams. Are... No, okay. I don't want to hear. I can... I will never even entertain the argument that I'm a fake fan, man. Never will. I've thrown two years of pickums because I am a real fan, and I believe each and every week. But you know what? We I said if we drafted Malik Willis, I would I would pick them once again. I never said anything about Matt Corral, so I am not obligated to do that at all. No, I think you have to. No, if we get Baker or Jimmy, I'll do it. If we get a if we get a vet, I'll sounds do it. good. And then the NFC West. It is certainly not uh, the NFC West of a year ago that we thought every single team might make the playoffs. But I still think it's pretty easy. The Rams are the defending champions, and uh, they got better. Added Bobby Wagner, added Allen Robinson. Uh, I mean, they're finessing the salary cap out here like it's nothing. So I'm going with the Rams pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, the Rams are the only right answer. I mean, they're going to get a healthy Cam makers this year too. It's yeah, they're just too good. The other teams, they just all kind of – I mean, San Francisco's got drama. Seattle loses Russ. Arizona, no D-hop for the first six games. And Kyler wants $120 million a year. So, yeah, everyone everyone has drama over there. The Rams just got better. Listen, nice little Super Bowl prediction, huh? We just gave you the division winners. Who's in the, who's in the bowl, Josh? Team, I was just talking about the Rams. I think they're heading back. Okay. I just think when you, I mean, they're obviously possibility of Super Bowl hangover, but that's usually teams that don't really do anything in the offseason. They're just happy that they got it. They got better. They want another one. Uh, so I'm going with the Rams. And then 
I am taking your boy Justin Herbert and the LA Chargers Ooh. to make it to the Super Bowl. I think I think last year was a lot of learning for them. Uh, I think they're going to take a huge step this year and be the Bengals next season. They're going to be the Bengals of 2022. I think it's going to be the Bucks coming out of mm. the NFC. Listen, it's very difficult to get back to the Super Bowl after you just win one. Especially, I mean, no back-to-back champions since those Patriot teams. It's very difficult, you know. You, you play longer than anybody else. The everybody's coming for your neck because you just very won true. the Super Bowl. I don't know. I think it's going to take a little bit of a toll on them, all right? And then over on the AFC side, a lot of options here. I could go with, you know. Mr. You got a whole division of right answers. I go, Mr. Mahomes, boy. You know, maybe Derek wants to carry his team to the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. That See? was great. See what I did there? Um, you could go with Mr. Herbert. You could go with Mr. Russell Wilson. I might even go down to New England and grab me a bowl of mac and cheese. <laughs> I could. But I'm not going to do any of those. Because I'm going with the Bills. Going with the Bills. Diggs another year. Allen another year being a dog. Hammering Don, as uh, you know, Pat McAfee would say. Mm-hmm. You sign Von Miller so they can get that stop finally on a third and you know, whatever, so they don't give up a touchdown with 19 seconds left in the game to tie. Going with the Bills, man. I think it's the Bills Buck Super Bowl. You know what I think happens to the Bills? Well, they, they decided to change the playoff rules because of how upset everyone was. So <laughs> the AFC Championship game, Herbert's going to score, Allen's going to score, Herbert's going to score, and that's going to be it. And they're going to be like, you complained for that shit? Like, really? Just to still lose? That's exactly what I think is going to happen. That would be a tough look. <laughs> it's it's just the way the football gods work. I think they're just going to be like, you know what? You don't like our rules. You're going to suffer the consequences for changing. I could see it happening. I could see it yeah. happening. Well, Josh, how about we uh hand out our awards then, huh? If we're going to hand out the Super Bowl and everything, let's hand out some awards. Now, which one are we going with? All of them? Coaches? I mean. Uh, the only ones I wrote down were MVP, Defense Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, and then the Defense and Offensive Rookie of the Year. So we can do Coach of the Year. Then. But Comeback Player, like when you think of Comeback Player, like, well, you, you just think it's someone that got injured, couldn't play, I, I and they're do. coming back. I do. Deshaun Watson is on FanDuel <coughs> for Comeback Player of the Year. And so is Mitchell Trubisky. What are they coming back from? You know, that's like, a very interesting question. They shouldn't even be allowed to be voted for. Deshaun's like, coming back from a lot of things. Yeah. Um, like that's Mitch crazy. is coming back from being trash. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, like, coming back from – Sucking like how does that work? You know, comeback player of the year, Chris Godwin. Yeah, like I mean, it's I don't know who I can't remember who the odds were very heavy on. Probably on Watson. No, it was a quarterback. It was a it was a quarter. Is there another quarterback? Is it Ross? No, I'm looking at it right now. 
Who do you have for your MVP, though? I'm going to go with Josh. Really? I think I got it. I think I got it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to be the MVP of the year. Uh, you know, MVP of the show, obviously. Hmm. Now, I think Allen takes this one. He's been close the last couple of years. I think that they got him a nice little running back in the draft now. I think that them getting um, – <clears throat> I can't. I just lost his name. Jameson. Oh, I know. Crowder? I know who. Yeah, they got Jameson Crowder, but I know who. Derek Henry is number one. Mm, hey, that's fair. Very fair. Um, I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. See, we're just on opposites in the AFC, but we're both sticking with our Super Bowl picks because I'm going Justin Herbert. Okay, hell. I think he's his. You know what, Josh? You hear? You know what the craziest part is? <laughs> you love both the picks. Like you're happy. Either way, I'm right. Yeah, you are happy with. Because Either I've way, said, how many times on this show, Josh, have I said <laughs> that in the next two to three years, Justin Herbert's winning an MVP? Yeah. No, you're so, happy with that. He wins an MVP. Chalk, <laughs> Chalk went right up. Now, the Allen Dark wins. Horse, I want to clarify Dark Horse because last time I said wild MVP pick, and I thought Connie would assume Dark Horse, but he went Michael Porter Jr. So I no, needed to say Dark Horse, which means, yeah, he could win that. If, if things go his way. So uh, I'll go first with this. A guy who just got a new weapon. Uh, the best weapon on the outside in football, Derek Carr. If the Raiders win that division and Derek Carr puts up numbers, Dark Horse MVP. You're not wrong. Hmm. Who do I want? Trying to think of some, you know what? I don't know if he's technically considered a dark horse. What about Kyler? That actually, I think right now, definitely. Like, what if Kyler wins that division somehow? Throws for like thirty-five touchdowns. Probably good for rushing in about seven. Yeah, I can see yeah, it. No. That That'd be that would, win? especially with everything that's happened this offseason. If he comes out and has an MVP year. Like that's that'd be crazy. It would be. That'd be crazy for sure. Defensive player of the year. I think there's like a million answers for this one. Uh, but I'm gonna give it to a guy who's been in the conversation past couple years. Uh, and I think, you know, the other two got theirs. It's time for Miles Garrett to get his. Uh, I think he's gonna have a monster year this year for the Browns, which is kind of risky to say because he's kind of the only pass rusher they they really have right now, so he's going to get a lot of attention. But I think he's still going to have a great year. Uh, I'm going with him. You know, I think it's going to be very difficult for him to do it, but I don't think he, I don't think he has one. What about Jalen Ramsey? Mm. I'm not sure if he has one. I don't, I don't think, think he, he does. does. No, he doesn't. And it's probably very difficult because they don't throw the ball to him. So, I mean, how can you really get a defensive player? I don't know. Maybe this year they think he he lost a step because of that Super Bowl. And they say, hey, we're going to test him out early here. Maybe he gets a few early interceptions, locks some people down, and they're like, you know, what? hot diggity damn. Going to have to give it to you. Offensive player of the year, another one where there are so many smart answers and choices for this one. Uh, and I don't think this guy is – well, he's probably at the top of some people's list. I'm going with Najee Harris. I think the Steelers Ooh. are going to rely on him a lot this year. 
uh, with only having, you know, they don't have a really a vet at quarterback anymore. It's either Kenny Pickett or it's Mitch. Uh, I think they're going to need him to step up big time this year in the passing game, especially. Uh, so, because not Trubisky and Pickett are not going to take risks like Big Ben did with his noodle arm. So, uh, I'm definitely gonna gonna see him a lot more in the passing game. I think he'll still get over a thousand yards rushing. Uh, so I'm going with Najee Harris. I see a CMC type of year for him. That's what I see. I'm gonna give you same division, mm. different running back. Mm. If you say Lamar, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been perfect. I didn't even think about doing that. Damn it. Um, Nick Chubb. I love some Chubb. Hey, you know what yo. I mean? Hey, yeah. Yo. Yeah, I love some Chubb. Hey, yo. Nick Chubb, man. I feel like he's always very underappreciated. Definitely. Like, we definitely, like, we probably add him in the top five list when we talk about running backs, but I feel like he's always like five or it's like, hey, I guess Chubb. You know, it's like never you forget like it. Like everyone forgets about him. Like you name the top yeah, backs and like, they're like, oh, yeah. I don't know why. Nick the dude is an animal. Oh, yeah. Please. Please. So give me Nick Chubb. I think he has a big year because they're going to rely on him heavily with Deshaun out. Then when Deshaun comes back, those RPOs, going to go crazy. Oh, yeah. Offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I think this year it's probably the toughest – it, it has been in a while. Last year, you're looking at it, and, you know, it's either one of the quarterbacks or it's Jamar Chase, and it wound up being Jamar Chase. year before, Justin Jefferson did what he did. Uh, this year, it's kind of weird because none of these receivers are really as highly touted as they have been lately, and there's not really an option for quarterbacks. I mean, unless you're going to hope Kenny Pickett or, you know, Matt Corral starts week one. Uh, but I'm going with Garrett Wilson in the Jets. Uh I'm big Zach Wilson guy. I like him on the outside opposite Corey Davis. So I think uh, I think he's going to have a, a not – well, it would be kind of crazy if he had a year like Jamar and, and Justin Jefferson, but I think he's going to have a monster rookie year. I'm going to go with a different Jet. Hmm. Brees Hall. I would be so happy. I just took him number one overall in our, I in saw our rookie that. draft. I'm I'm pretty happy with my rookie draft so far. Yo, I this one league that I'm in, I have so many draft picks. I I'm gonna have to drop like half of my team. <laughs> like, do you, like hold on, let me see if I can find it. But man, my quarterback situation. Yo, I was league. looking at that league. Is that the y'all got more of them leagues? Draft? Yeah. My, Bro, how did I not win last year? I don't know who who won last year. Actually, no, it's because my quarterbacks are terrible. But bro. I have Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Godwin, Thielen, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, McLaurin, David Harris. I finished dead last, and I have Dalvin Cook, I have DJ Moore, like Tyreek Hill, Dallas Goddard. Like my quarterbacks? Yeah, I had had, had Cam and Tannehill, man. Oh, I got Jimmy (laughs) G, and then my only other quarterback on the roster is Deshaun. I, it's going to be Fields and Tannehill unless Mariota starts all year and has a decent year. But it's just Fields, and I got to rotate. Well, <laughs> like listen to this who's on the clock league, though. This other one I'm in, I have a full team. right. I have one bench spot. <laughs> one. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven picks in the, in the rookie <laughs> draft. 
That is how many those all so that's all trades. You must have so your roster was deep. You were just throwing players away for no no no. Well my team isn't very good. I don't know what I was doing when I originally drafted this team. I have no idea. So you blew up the you pulled the OKC. Oh yeah, I blew Blew it up. I got I got like Jimmy, Cam Akers, Fournette, Keenan Allen, Hollywood, Mark Andrews, Aguilar, Lockett. This might be like you know, this draft class this year probably wasn't the best year to have yeah, 11 picks. Yeah, you're telling me. You <laughs> got telling through me. round one, and he was like. Because next year, I only have a third and a fourth. <laughs> you know, when the draft is actually going to be good. Absolute yeah. tragedy. <clears throat> um, What's our next award, Josh? Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, some very, very – this is a deep options – you know, kind of thing, because it was a very defensive-heavy draft. Uh, and I'm going with Kayvon Thibodeau and the Giants. I just – I really think he fits there. Not, like, in a scheme thing, because I could not tell you what they do defensively at all. I've never watched a Giants game since they are beating up Connie's team in the Super Bowl. But uh, I think – I just like him in New York. I, I like him a lot. I think he's going to have a good year. Listen, I'm I'm going with the hype pick. Give me Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's going to be a little salty. He wasn't the first overall pick, and they drafted the guy that with potential instead of the dude who actually did everything. I think he's going to go out there and be like, oh, yeah, see what you missed out on, huh, stupid? <laughs> that's my pick. I think that's all the awards, really, because the only other ones are comeback and coach. I mean, coach of the year, it's I mean, I mean, that's basically I even, just best record. Yeah, best record or even most improved doesn't even count because – it usually just goes to the coach with the best record. So, Well, Josh, <laughs> let's end the episode there then. And with that being said, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at JoeLynn underscore four. Make sure you head over and subscribe to the YouTube channel so we can interact with you guys during the live shows. Um, if you missed some of this episode or any of it, uh, I'm in and out of all of it because my Wi-Fi is doggy doo you came on strong in the second half. It did. It did. It, it's it's pushing through, man. I bet the second I leave this stream, it's like dead. It's just going to die. Uh, but, yeah, make sure you tune in next Monday, 7 Eastern. Wow. You stopped talking so immediately that I thought the Wi-Fi went out, and I was like, there's no way that time <laughs> Um, As for me, Anthony Conover underscore over there on Twitter. Make sure you go follow me for all my thoughts on everything that's going on. In sports, because I'm talking about that much of other things. Um, Tuesdays into the hard count, me and my guy CJ, everything down in the football world. So, obviously, we'll talk, you know, a lot of stuff that me and Josh just talked about, except we do that every week, breaking down everything in the football world. We got you. Thursdays, I do backstop banter with me and Michael. That's everything in the baseball world. So, make sure you go and check that out as well. Um, Anthony underscore Conover on Twitch. I put all the pods there. Uh, Gen Z Sports, you can follow that obviously right there, and then also on YouTube as well. And like Josh said, if you missed any of this episode, or you want to listen to the Hard Count or Backstop Banter, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That is where you can listen to us at all times. Got plenty of episodes for you to listen to. Even if you want to go back a year, we still got you. It won't be relevant to today, but um, maybe we say something in the episode that is so wrong, you can come back to our next episode and be like, wow, you're really stupid. You know what I mean? But with all that being said, I appreciate everybody for tuning in to another episode. And uh, listen, people, 
We'll catch you next week, all right?